What's up, everybody? On today's show, the latest in returners and transfer portal announcements. Ole Miss is getting a haul of returnees as they try to build off their 10-win season this past season. Arkansas picks up a potential starting quarterback in the portal, and Mizzou picks up a stud running back. Some recruiting news as well. Some more America, All-America teams announced. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what is happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. It's great to have you guys along. Uh, this episode presented by our friends over at LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. LinkedIn Jobs is going to help you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Go post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Shout out to our everydayers. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of Locked on Podcast Network, covering your team every day. We've got plenty to jump into. Let's do it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the Around the conference. And we start over at Arkansas, where can I interest you in a potential starting quarterback for the Razorbacks? Sam Pittman and Bobby Petrino picking up a quarterback through the portal. Boise State transfer, Talon Green, announcing his commitment to Arkansas on Monday following a uh, trip to Fayetteville this past weekend. He comes to Arkansas after being named offensive MVP of the Mountain West Championship game for Boise State. And he's been very productive, not just with his arm, but with his legs as well. He's a uh, Texas high school standout and gets to come back down. Not quite to, well, I guess a little bit to the south coming to Arkansas. But uh, comes to Fayetteville as a redshirt junior. We'll have two seasons of eligibility remaining. It was reported a couple weeks ago, of course, that K.J. Jefferson was expected to enter the transfer portal. He has not yet. Uh, we'll wait his uh, wait his decision um now look it, it the writing on the wall here i mean if, if Taylor green is coming in transferring in arkansas you would assume okay then that means kj jefferson's on the move and there was even some ties to maybe he wants to go play for dow loggins over at south carolina but uh keep in mind you know lsu when they brought in Jaden daniels they had a crowded quarterback room with miles brennan when uh ole miss Brought in Spencer Sanders this past year. I remember talking to Greg McElroy at SEC Media Days. I'm saying, uh, well, Spencer Sanders is probably going to beat out Jackson Dart, right? Like, why would you go there if you're not going to be the starter? Well, Spencer Sanders sat on the bench for Ole Miss all this year. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, if KJ Jefferson talks with Bobby Petrino and they come up with a plan and says, hey, look, I'll come back one more year. Let's run it back. Keep in mind, Taylor uh, Green has two years left to play, so he could sit for a year behind KJ Jefferson and then be the starter, but it's just not likely, right? Like, why would he leave a good thing at Boise State to go to Arkansas to sit? So, we'll see. But, uh, you know, KJ Jefferson feels like this move means he's moving on. And Taylor Green, very productive uh, quarterback there at Boise. And again, go look at his stats. His rushing stats and his passing stats fits what Bobby Petrino did with Lamar Jackson at Louisville. So, uh, it's going to be fascinating to see. Will Taylor Green be the starting quarterback for Arkansas in 2024? We will find out. 
other news around the conference. How about Ole Miss? Just the good news flying in. We start with Trey Harris. He announced on Monday that he is coming back for another season. He was a star wide receiver for them this year, coming off a, a first-team All-Conference USA season at Louisiana Tech. Came into Ole Miss and was phenomenal. He was the SEC's number four receiver in yards per catch. And uh, his 77 receiving yards per game ranked number six in the SEC this past year. In November, Lane Kiffin hinted that Jackson Dart will be returning for next season. Now, we haven't heard an official announcement from Jackson Dart, but all signs point to Jackson Dart coming back next year. And Trey Harris is one of his favorite targets this year. So that will be big for them. Also... Caden Priestcorn, their tight end, announced on Sunday that he is coming back to the SIP. Posted on social media, said staying in the SIP. Uh, he was voted a second-team All-SEC performer in a three-way tie with Trey Knox at South Carolina and Rivaldo Fairweather at Auburn. Uh, was limited to just nine games this year uh, due to injury. His first season with the Rebels, but still finished fifth on the team in receptions. So, big-time returnee there. Also, Ole Miss over the weekend, we told you guys yesterday, uh, Jordan Watkins is coming back for another season. So, really, uh, they only lose Dayton Wade. Their other Three of their other four top pass catchers are all coming back. So, with Jackson Dart, Ole Miss is going to be a problem. And then yesterday, one more guy, Micah Pettis, one of their star offensive linemen, announced he is coming back for another season. So, if we're keeping track here, Caden Priestcorn, Jordan Watkins, Trey Harris, Micah Pettis, Quinshawn Judkins, and potentially Jackson Dart. We assume, you know, we haven't heard anything from Jackson Dart, but it seems like he's going to be coming back. So Lane Kiffin's going to have a lot, a lot of options next year, particularly on that offensive side. And then, you know, they're building up through recruiting and through the portal, get that defense even better. Under Pete Golding, Ole Miss, Ole Miss is going to be a problem for some people in 2024. Now, they are going to lose one guy, wide receiver Braylon Brown, announcing yesterday he is going to enter the transfer portal. Been with the Rebels since 2021. Went on a total just two catches for 33 yards this past season. So, we'll see where he ends up. Uh, he'll have two years of eligibility remaining. And then another guy uh, who entered the portal, it's coming to the SEC, Marcus Carroll. Uh, transferring to Missouri. He is a Georgia State running back. He is a second Georgia State player to head to the SEC. We'll tell you about the other one in just a little bit. But uh, Marcus Carroll, very productive running back. He led Georgia State with over 1,300 yards rushing this past year. That was a career high. Also had 13 touchdowns. Big time get there for Eli Drinkwitz and Mizzou. And, of course, you know, you look at what they were able to do this year with Cody Schrader, who's moving on, and a hole opens up. But think of Missouri's had a nice track record of, of running backs there under Eli Drakewitz, from Larry Roundtree to Tyler Beatty to Cody Schrader, and now Marcus Carroll coming in. So big-time get there. The Tigers recently added another transfer commitment, former Clemson defensive back Toriano Pride. Uh, he's coming to play for Eli Drinkwitz, but uh, we'll see if – Marcus Carroll can have the same impact that Cody Schrader just had for Mizzou, Mizzou this past year, leading the SEC in rushing. So Marcus Carroll, a name to keep an eye on there for the Missouri Tigers next year. And one other note on Arkansas. We told you about, uh, of course, Taylor Green, the quarterback, coming in. Well, a veteran lineman announced he's coming back next season. Tykeus Crawford announced on social media Monday he'll be running it back with Sam Pittman 
and the Hogs next year with Bobby Petrino as the offensive coordinator. We'll see uh, what position Tykees Crawford plays. Some versatility there on the goal line. It'll be his fourth year at Arkansas. Uh, started his career at Charlotte and ended up transferring into Arkansas. Played nine games this year, made a career-high fourth starts. Six foot five, over 300 pounds. Friend of the show. We had him on the show back in the spring, so we may have to check back in with Tykees Crawford and uh, find out about his decision to come back, play for Arkansas, maybe going to be blocking for uh, Taylor Green up there, up front. And there you have it. That's uh, the latest on the biggest stories going on around the SEC. we still got plenty more transfer portal news and recruiting tidbits to, to boot. So we'll get to all that with you guys here in just a second. But thank you guys for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Coming up next, more SEC news, transfer portal news going on around the conference. Remind you guys, this episode presented to you by our friends over at LinkedIn Jobs. Look, when you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top-tier candidates as possible to interview, and that's why you got to go check out LinkedIn Jobs. They've got all the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. They have a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates to choose from. So easy, in fact... 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours of posting their job. LinkedIn knows small businesses are wearing so many hats, might have not have the time uh, or resources to spend going through a bunch of uh, you know hiring processes. With LinkedIn, the uh, process is very quick and very easy. They even launched a new feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. So go post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college. Go post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. We're along here, Locked On SEC. Thank you guys for making us your first listen every day. Shout out to our everydayers. Keep coming back and checking us out. And of course, for your second listen, check out the Locked On Today show on YouTube. It's 24 24-7 streaming uh, service of all of our uh, shows across the Locked On network. We'll bring you all the latest news around the country. So check that out. All right, we got plenty more to dive back into, so let's... Get back into it as we uh, continue going on, going around the conference. Next stop, we head on over to Florida, where Billy Napier and company trying to rebound from this past tough season. Now, the Florida defense going to get a little bit of a boost. The Gators picking up JUCO edge rusher Brian Taylor on Monday evening. Six foot five, two hundred seventy pounds. Played last year at Blinn College in Texas. Rated as the number nine overall JUCO prospect, according to 24-7 Sports, their composite rankings. Beat out the likes of Georgia, Auburn, Tennessee, and others. So Brian Taylor choosing the Florida Gators. Now, they did lose Princely Uman Mielin a couple of days ago to the transfer portal, and we'll, find, we'll see where he ends up. But uh, Brian Taylor Jr. played six games for Blinn last year. Two tackles for a loss, half a sack, 19 tackles, and a forced fumble. Uh, so Florida up to 20 prospects for the class of 2024, including three five-star prospects. The class ranks number five in the country. So add uh, Brian Taylor Jr. to that group. Now, they will lose a piece. Max Brown, uh, the 
guy who started uh, Florida's final game of the season at quarterback after the injury to Grant Mertz. Max Brown announced he had entered the portal, and he'll be heading to play for Charlotte. So he'll be heading to the Conference USA to go play for Biff Pogi. Max Brown spent two seasons at Florida, and now he is on his way to Charlotte. So best of luck to him. But Florida, of course, Graham Mertz coming back for another year. And they got one of the best quarterbacks, quarterback recruits in the country, DJ Lagway, coming in to Florida next season. So uh, Florida looks to be in good shape there. All right, over at Kentucky. Speaking of quarterback news, former Kentucky quarterback Bo Allen coming back to Kentucky after a couple of seasons away. Uh, Allen started his career at Kentucky for a couple of seasons and then transferred to Tarleton State in 2022. He was named the WAC Newcomer of the Year. And then he decided to go back to FBS, chose Georgia Southern this past season. Now, the problem was they didn't uh, he didn't become eligible there. So uh, he is uh, now a graduate and he can transfer wherever he would like. So with the departure of Devin Leary, Bo Allen coming back to Kentucky will compete with Georgia transfer Brock Vandegrift, who we presume is coming in to start for Kentucky. But uh, Bo Allen, good chance there to be a backup and uh, a lot of experience there with the guys on staff because he was there before. So we will see on that. All right, other news going around the conference. Over at Tennessee, they continue to lose defensive backs to the portal. Uh, Danico Slaughter, we mentioned, posted his uh, farewell announcement on Monday. He said, expressing my gratitude for the tremendous support, development, and love I experienced at, at the University of Tennessee. The support from Vol Nation has made this uni- university feel like home. But after careful consideration... I've decided to enter my name into the transfer portal. He was at Tennessee for four seasons, played in 33 games. So a lot of experience there from Danico Slaughter. And uh, I've heard from folks that he maybe wants to per- would prefer to play safety. And Tennessee was asking him to play DB or, or corner. So we'll see where he ends up. But uh, following Slaughter's announcement, reports indicate that Tamarian McDonald and Deshaun Rucker are looking into transfer opportunities. Uh, McDonald started 10 games at the star position last year for the Vols. Four-year contributor there. And then uh, Rutgers' contributions, mostly in a reserve role the last three seasons. But uh, a little bit of depth there for Tennessee losing there. Now, the Vols have recently been in contact with uh, elite 2024 defensive lineman Dominic McKinley on Monday night. Uh, Tennessee defense coordinator Tim Banks in Lafayette to check in on the five-star prospect during an in-home visit. He's been committed to Texas A&M since September, but the recent turnover in College Station has opened the door for several schools and, uh, you know, see if maybe LSU gets in on him because, uh, you know, Louisiana kid. But uh, nonetheless, Tennessee could use all the help they get on that defensive side of the football. All right, over at Auburn, Keontae Scott announcing he's coming back for another season on the Plains. He posted on social media that he is uh, coming back to Auburn in 2024. He joined Auburn uh, for in the 2022 season, played two years in the JUCO ranks. Big boost for Auburn coming, in, uh, coming back. Played nine games this year, recorded 41 tackles, four pass breakups, and uh, also contributed in the return game. 26 punt returns over the past two seasons. And Auburn's went over Arkansas. He took a punt back to the house. So, uh, good 
get back there for Auburn and Deontay Scott coming back. Now, Auburn also landed an offensive line transfer from the JUCO ranks. Seth Wilfred chose Auburn yesterday over the likes of Houston and Iowa State. He's at JUCO Snow College over in Ephraim, Utah, just outside of Salt Lake City. But uh, Seth Wilfred, six foot six, two hundred ninety-five pounds, will have three seasons of eligibility remaining. He is coming to Auburn, and also on three sports, reporting yesterday that Georgia State wide receiver Robert Lewis committed to Auburn. He took an official visit this past weekend. Was originally going to go visit Cincinnati next weekend, but he's calling it off put on social media that uh, feel like Auburn is the right fit for me because of the scheme and uh, what they run could fit me. So uh, I said, we're talking football, Coach Davis. We're really on the same page, both saying the same thing. And uh, Robert Lewis going to be a new wide receiver there for the Auburn Tigers. We'll see what he is able to do this coming year. Set career high marks with 70 catches for 877 yards and seven touchdowns last year at Georgia State. Over at Texas A&M, Mike Elko picking up a veteran wide receiver in the portal. Javon Harvey, a junior receiver who played for Old Dominion the past three years. He announced he's heading to A&M. He had 29 catches for almost 400 yards this past season at Old Dominion. And uh, experienced receiver. Going to bring uh, some depth there to the receiver spot for Texas A&M. They, of course, lose Anaya Smith to graduation and the NFL draft. Been some rumblings that Evan Stewart might hit the portal, but haven't seen anything concrete on that. So, of course, we'll continue to keep an eye on that one. Over at Georgia, they're going to lose Alou Ba, one of their offensive linemen from the class of 2022. was a four-star recruit, the number 30 offensive tackle in the country. And uh, he saw light action with the Bulldogs during his time with the team, but he is hitting the portal 11 players from Georgia have hit the transfer portal, uh, including Xavier Sori, former five-star recruit. We'll see where he ends up. All right, over at Alabama, defensive lineman Anquan Barnes entering the transfer portal. He was a, a member of Bama's 2021 recruiting class. Spent the last three seasons in Tuscaloosa. He did not appear in a game for Alabama in 21 or 22. He was a three-star prospect, the number 55 defensive lineman. So we'll see where he ends up. One more transfer portal note over at Mississippi State. Uh, transfer quarterback Will Rogers going to visit Washington this weekend. So sounds like a lot of, uh, of those these fifth-year seniors kind of looking at the Pac-12. You know, Bo Nix did it and Michael Penix did it. Grass greener out there in the Pac-12, I guess. All right, in recruiting news, over Georgia, Dylan Rayola, been committed to Georgia since the spring, but a Big Ten school in the mix to land the five-star quarterback. Nebraska is apparently back in the mix. According to 24-7 Sports' Steve Wiltfong, Rayola was heavily recruited by Nebraska prior to committing to Georgia back in May. His dad played for Nebraska, and his uncle is the current Huskers O-line coach. But on Monday evening, Steve Wiltfong flipped his 24-7 sports crystal ball projection from Georgia to Nebraska for Rayola. Now, keep in mind, he was previously committed to Ohio State before he backed off that last December and then ultimately chose Georgia. Look, until you get the, the name on the dotted line, everything's up in the air. So we'll see what happens. Georgia currently with 28 commitments for the class of 2024, sitting at number one in the nation. 
be a big loss for them if they lose Dylan Rayola to Nebraska. Other portal news, or recruiting news rather, over at Mississippi State. Strong momentum for Jeff Lebby and crew. They landed a four-star quarterback signee, Michael Van Buren. Will now become the first high school quarterback to sign in the Jeff Lebby era. He was previously committed to Oregon. He's the number 175 overall player, the number 13 quarterback in the class of 2024. He's also the number seven player from the state of Maryland. Listed at 5'11", 185 pounds. Lebby and his staff went all out to uh, go get him. And so they're bringing in Baylor transfer quarterback Blake Chapin. He's played a lot of games. And sounds like they will have Michael Van Buren, the incoming freshman, to that group. The class of 2024. Mississippi State now up to 17 commitments, ranked 40th in the country. Over to Alabama, five-star Alabama commit Ryan Williams was a commit for the class of 2025, and according to reports, he's going to reclassify into this class, the class of 2024. So Ryan Williams, five-star commitment, wide receiver, has accounted for more than 5,000 all-purpose yards and 80 total touchdowns in his three years at Saraland High School in Alabama. And he's had everybody from the SEC interested in him, but... He's going to reclassify, and he's going to be a, a member of the Crimson Tide next year. Uh, that's a scary proposition. Ryan Williams could be a dangerous weapon for the Alabama Crimson Tide. And one more four-year recruiting-wise, South Carolina, Jerome Simmons. After Stinton Junior College, defensive lineman announced on Monday he's going to come play for the Gamecocks. He's out of Bamberg, South Carolina, playing the JUCO ranks at Highland Community College. Three-star D lineman, the number six player at his position, number two in the state. So uh, good addition there on the D line for South Carolina in Jerome Sim- Simmons. And South Carolina also picked up a receiver, Jared Brown, transferring from Coastal Carolina to the Gamecocks, coming off an impressive year with the Chanticleers, racked up over 1,000 all-purpose yards at 58 catches for 740 yards and four touchdowns. And uh, one more recruiting tidbit at Mississippi State. Jeff Levy flipped uh, wide receiver Sanfrisco McGee from Ole Miss. We told you about that uh, the other day, but uh, just kind of reiterating, adding him to the group with the quarterback as well. So uh, tons of stuff going on with the transfer portal and recruiting, and uh, your head will be spinning to keep up with all of it. But still more to come here on Locked on SEC, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, covering your team every day. Coming up next, more All-America teams being announced. We'll get to that with you guys here in just a sec. I remind you, this episode presented to you by our friends over at FanDuel. As the weather keeps getting colder, the NFL offers staying red hot over at FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That is $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, no better time to get in on the action. Their app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. I check it every day to check out the latest lines, whether it's in the NFL or college. Keep in mind, bowl season gets underway this Saturday. You want to make those games interesting because nobody wants to watch some of these really awful bowl matchups. Make them interesting with FanDuel. Again, it is FanDuel.com slash on. And uh, get in on bowl season and continue the NFL season with FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. They are FanDuel. They are the official partner of the NFL.
Going along here, Locked On SEC. Thank you guys for making us your first listen every day. And uh, again, keep uh, sticking with us throughout this offseason. We'll be getting you set for the bowl games and uh, championship uh, season. Alabama, the lone SEC rep, heading to the playoff. But, uh, of course, transfer portal and recruiting. We'll uh, have a uh, show dedicated to recruiting a little bit later this week. Make sure you guys are checking that out. All right, before we uh, call the show here, do want to get to uh, the AP. They have unveiled their full All-America team for the 2023 season, and the SEC leads the way in first-team selections with nine representatives. Alabama leads all teams with three first-team All-Americans in uh, Terry Arnold, Kool-Aid McKinstry, and Dallas Turner on the list. So the AP's uh, first-team offense, here's how it looked from the SEC. You had quarterback Jaden Daniels, Mizzou running back Cody Schrader, Georgia tight end Brock Bowers, LSU wide receiver Malik Neighbors. So that was your offense. First-team defense, like I mentioned, Dallas Turner from Alabama, Edgerin Cooper from Texas A&M, Kool-Aid McKinstry from Alabama, Terry Arnold from Alabama, and Malachi Starks having another great season over there at Georgia. Some of the other guys to make the list on the uh, second team offense, J.C. Latham from Alabama making it as a tackle, Tate Ratledge making it as a guard from Georgia, Cedric Van Pran, center from Georgia on that list, and Luther Burden, second-year wide receiver over there at Mizzou making the second team offense. Second team defense, uh, Caleb Downs, the freshman safety, incredible year. He makes the second team along with uh, Chris Abrams-Drain from Mizzou at defensive back and Vandy's punter, Matthew Habel. Uh, apparently one of their really good weapons this year at Vanderbilt, the punter. Uh, and then the third team, they go as far as third-team offense and defense. Third-team offense, Javon Foster, uh, Missouri tackle here, Brian Thomas Jr., wide receiver from LSU, and Will Reichert, kicker from Alabama. And your third-team defense, Nathaniel Bookie Watson at Mississippi State, making it at linebacker. So congrats to all those guys. Um, again, accolades continue throughout this postseason for a lot of different guys across the SEC and well-deserved there with nine representatives on the first-team selection there from the Associated Press. Congrats. We'll see how many future SEC guys. And it's going to get even stickier, right? When, when we add Texas and Oklahoma next year, you're going to have way more guys making all these national lists from the SEC. That is going to do it for this edition of Locked on SEC. I'm Chris Gordy. Thank you guys so much for making us your first listen every day. Shout out to our everydayers. Tomorrow on the show, we'll get into some more recruiting stuff. National Signing Day is coming up in just a couple weeks. We used to call it the early signing period. It's not. It's it's the majority of your signing class coming, like 80% or 90% in some cases for some schools. Sign all their recruits here in December. So we'll be uh, getting you guys set for that, talking about some of the big names across the SEC. Will Dylan Rayola flip? We'll talk about that with our recruiting insider uh, later this week. And uh, for your second listen now, go check out Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. So for your second listen, go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. I'm Chris Gordy. This has been Locked on SEC. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.